All right, welcome back for another episode of Falling Off the Bandwagon. This week, it is all about fantasy football. It's almost here. It's time to get the draft board ready. So grab a pen and paper, and let's get this thing going. We also talk about my vacation, little mini one. Sorry that we were gone for so long. Update on NHL. Talk about bandwagon riding, who we're currently with. Uh, and, of course, we talk everything fantasy. Thanks for sticking with us and listening. Uh, this episode may seem a little choppy uh, on the recording side. I've had a few com- uh, computer problems and hope to fix that going forward. All right, well, welcome back, guys. It's... uh. It's been what, like two, two, three weeks? I think, just, mm, I think, I think this is the third. It's two weeks officially. I think we were going on our third week, but yeah, we just, hey, life happens. No, um, I have family in town, so that was kind of my priority. And then when I got done, golly, they decided to go down to Florida for a nice little <laughs> vacation. So it was, it was a good trip. Are you hungover? Um, no, not really. Uh, my stomach was the biggest problem. It just could not adjust. And it just does that. I mean, my like intestines were full. Your the stomach whole time. is always the biggest problem. I know it's fickle, man. It's it's like a woman. I have to. That's why I don't date. I have my stomach to deal with. <laughs> no, but it was Jesus. good. I mean, I was surprised. Okay. People there wore masks more than they do here. And I'm in. If anyone's oh, yeah, where right. I'm at right now, I'm in rural America with small town New Bern with Hicks and chicks. <laughs> No chicks. It's just Hicks. <laughs> and they just don't believe in wearing. That's on. He's he's on the beach. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm Atlanta. Hicks beach. and chicks. You make it sound like you're in the Midwest out in the country. No. Where I'm from is the country. But no, we're both on the coast. I'm in the sticks. Yeah. I'm in the like boondocks. Man, we're we're rednecks. You're not. You're the first thing from a redneck. I'm more redneck than you are. I have an American flag thing. Shirt like. Picture in the back. I have American flag hat on. You're Nike'd out. So, <laughs> Uncle Phil, come on. <laughs> That's uh, more to me. I'm like I'm America redneck here. You're what's wrong with America? No, <laughs> I'm all about commercial. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're 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 all about image. Yeah, consumers. Yeah, if if I, it, it's one of those things. If you guys were to take a look at Godly and take a look at me, you'd be like, that dude's super successful. He's got his life together. Like, oh my gosh. And then you look at me and it's like, yeah, I could see him being starter home, stuff like that. Maybe a couple kids, but really nothing impressive. And then you actually go back and it's like, well, that was a complete opposite. <laughs> Uno card flip. <laughs> minus minus the kids. <laughs> I'll be there one day. When like 50 and hey, it's like expected. Like, oh, you finally have it together. Good. <laughs> you should. But see, that's the perfect. Once you get to that age, all that stomach problems is expected for everybody. So then yeah. it's just you just we'll all be chalk it up to old age. Right. I mean, you shit yourself? Yeah, Hell no. Too. I will never be in diapers. I would rather just shit myself than ever be in a diaper. Right. I want to be that dude that comes out, I've shit myself. Hey, come clean it up. <laughs> I've had those emergencies where I'm like driving on my way home. And like thirty miles over the speed limit, just and like yelling at everybody because my my cheeks are so pursed together. <laughs> I'm like, get out of my way. 
You're the kid in the back seat when mom gets pulled over by a cop and you're sitting there, I gotta go poop. <laughs> I'm like, if I ever get pulled over, I'm they're gonna just have to follow me. I'll probably get tased and like poop myself. Oh, no, no. If you got pulled over, you're screwed because they take a long enough time just getting to the front of the car and you'll just have to go, officer, I have to shit, so I'm just gonna have to do it. So Yeah, can you just follow me back? <laughs> like I'm not lying, but like I need a police escort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i'm glad you're here actually can you get in front of me and move all these people out of my way <laughs> mm-hmm. and you'll see why just come to my house and sit there for 15 minutes so I, I i i stepped away from twitter for a little bit i had kind of like a little cleansing i just wanted to actually enjoy my vacation instead of watching every single game that's available to me so soccer i mean it's over at this point i watched the champions league uh shout out to Bayern munich i said it right this time and they won which is what I thought. There um, you go. They were one of my favorites. Did I, you hear the breaking news today? Yeah, Messi is out. Thank God. One I don't, I, I wanna, out of Barcelona. Probably going to go to Man City is the favorite right now, which would be good because they have the most you money. Think? Yeah, they got money. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I see more be like Ronaldo and going to a team that's not been very well and trying to build it up and showing that hey, I'm. He wants still to win good. Though. I think it would be cool if he went and joined Ronaldo in Juventus. Oh my God. You, I, mean, I would sit there and take money on them every game yeah, to get it's the over. two fan hoods that hate each other because, you know, the whole he's better, he's better. And it's like, just enjoy what they are. And, and then now if they're, they're on together. the same team, yeah, then they're going to be like, oh, this is crazy. It'd be cool to watch for sure because, I mean, Juventus is the only good team there. Well, not really, but it would put some people in the seats if we could go to a venue. Yeah, Man City would be a pretty cool spot to see him in the Premier League. Um, see what he could do. I'm not. I'm not. Fond, I'm not well versed on his history. If he's played there before, um, I think he's only been in like the Spanish leagues. So I don't know. Maybe gotcha. he's played before, but it'd be cool to see him there. Um, I did watch a lot of NHL though, and I think I'm kind of becoming a fan. Somebody's coming out of the closet, even though you got your ass kicked the first round. Oh, okay, but I do have the best team right now. You okay? So for you guys to update, a couple episodes ago, probably like four or five, we did a nice little fun bet NHL, and we picked four teams. Two from each division or each conference, one from the round robin and one from the elimination sector. Godlies were the Knights, Penguins, Capitals, and Predators. I was the Ra- uh, the Rangers, Bruins, Canucks, and Avalanche. And to say the least, through the elimination one, my Rangers got eliminated. Um, Godlies Penguins got eliminated. Godlies Predators got eliminated. Then we get to the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. And Godley's Capitals got eliminated. So Godley's down to his Las Vegas Knights. Now, yes, he is correct. They are probably the best looking team right now. They're currently playing like my Canucks. And they're up. They're up one nothing. They play later tonight. So I'll be watching that game. And so will Godley. He'll do more shit talking. And I just have to sit there and take it until we win. I have over five and a half goals scored. I almost took that last game, but I said Canucks ain't scoring shit. Uh, and I just took over three and a half team total with Knights, and that hit 
Oh, I don't know. Midway through the second. <laughs> so I at least yeah, need the Canucks hit, to do so. something today. But they looked not good. Yeah, they, in the first game. Yeah, it's so I it it's it's an uphill battle. But like you said, they've only they've only lost the first game. This is game two. They can reset everything right now. They yeah. can mm-hmm. now the talent. The Avalanche they're down two zero to the the Dallas Stars, which yes. is just shocking to me. Just shocking. Stars look um, good because I really I I really want a Avalanche night conference final because if i knock you out in the conference final you're done you have to start your bet immediately the best shot you got is bruins bud i know but if i set up to, i would love to go in the final and have the two teams and just like oh i win it'd just be great it ain't happening and it just and it happen. just shows you like you're you're the degenerate with betting and everything like that but it when it comes to picking winners in series you go with willems and not godly Hey, fair and simple. So it's not over yet. And I have the best looking. It, it, it is not over yet. Mind you of the consequences. Um, Godly, I, if he wins. Going back to it. I don't even think ahead. I wanted the Knights. I've got to replay the episode, but I think I chose them. Just oh, you, you picked the you picked the Knights because you didn't know what else to pick. Right. I mean, that's the vision that I said would win it. Um, and I took the avalanche, which is who you were going to pick. Yeah. Like you wanted the avalanche and you're like, well, Fuck you. But so, the ease first. But yeah, so yep. So it was one of those things. So Godly, if he loses, um, he's rocking Joey Logano gear for the remaining of the NASCAR series and posting mm-hmm. on social media every Sunday rooting for Joey Logano, even though he hates hey, his guts. Every um, day that the Knights win is an, another week extended for me at this point. So keep on Knights. Oh my gosh. I, I thought I was going to get lucky and get everything. I mean, it could still very well work in my favor because they could, if the Canucks were to win out, they very well, you could have to rock Joey Logano gear for the whole 10 week stretch of the, of the NASCAR playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be easy. Uh, as much like high confidence. And then I have them after watching them through the playoffs so far, it's not going to be easy to finish out the Canucks because they've been like a good upstart team, but I still think talent prevails. Nice. Just have it speed, physicality. I just didn't see it in the Canucks at all. I mean, we, they kept the puck. Canucks have the speed. They definitely don't have the physicality. They have the speed. Um, but that's what they're, they live and die by their speed. It's like a 99 speed versus a 98, you know, it's still hard to beat. Um, but it's not like once we get through them, or if we get through them, that we're gonna have it easy against the Avalanche or the Stars. Both look. Great. Oh no, the Stars! Yeah, the Stars are looking good. The Avalanche, if they can bounce back and get it, I mean, it's tough. And then all roads point to Boston in the East, and Boston may have looked really crappy in the round robin by not winning a game, and then they started to get their groove back in the first round against the Hurricanes. Yeah, won that they series. Slugged it out. They're looking damn good now. I mean, yeah, I think the game's on right now. I think it's tied one one currently. Yeah, um, at the break of the first, I think. Yep. I might put that yeah, on the background so that way I just have it here. Yeah, I just need um I need some hope. <laughs> I mean, at least it's a good nights have just turned out to be hope. what I thought they were when I was back when I back was watching during the middle of the season. I was like, okay. I mean, that is kind of why I chose them. 
It's just that it's familiar name, uh, familiar roster. Oh, and I played NHL. Yeah, it's the only name you remembered. I, yeah, I played uh, NHL 99 over the weekend, and what a classic game. It's on uh, Nintendo 64, and we had uh, at the Beach House had a little tournament going on, and that was that was a lot of fun. And, and NHL, and I don't even know how I saw any graphics on that thing. I used the uh, I used the Hurricanes in like my first few games playing, and I just bodied everybody. I didn't even know that we had the Hurricanes were around back then. Uh, yeah, and they've then been I used for the, a long time. Yeah, I switched over to the Dallas Stars, and I I was actually was playing the Avalanche. And I, and I won. I played the computer at one point. This was like against people. I played at the computer in like the first period. It was like five nothing me. I was like, okay, I, this is too easy. That's when you turn up the. Yeah, I did, the and then I still won like two two nil, no two one. It was much harder once I turned it up uh, to like gotcha. all pro or whatever. They're, I think it's all pro is the highest for them. Yeah. So checking into the game right now. It's Boston two, Tampa Bay two, with two minutes to go in the second. The game last night for the Avalanche and Stars, it was like what one zero in the in the first, and then halfway through the second, and then the Stars no, just, just had nine minutes and of four goals. Have you noticed and, and, that in the playoffs so far, with where it's like it's either, and I guess you can kind of call it, it's playoff hockey, but it's either super super tight and they're battling back and forth. Or all of a sudden, it's just a barrage of goals within like a five-minute stretch. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the goals are just, I mean, I'm just, I think I keep watching because I'm just so impressed with the shots. Just the, I'm, I'm starting to understand the schemes of how they play. I still don't know all like, mm-hmm. the terminology like I do. Like, you know, I know what the difference between a 3-4 and a 4-3 and a 4-4, a dime, a nickel, like all the transitioning in football. I don't get that in hockey but i've started to like i've learned that you know when you go on a power play you actually have a power play team it's like just defensive people that get in there you're not really caring about scoring score cool which i have seen oh, yeah. You're, yeah you're you're there you're there to just, basically just make sure that they don't score a lot yeah now which the night kind of sucked on yeah well most scoring. people don't understand or don't realize too is that there is actually a power play scoring team usually it's like your third or fourth line yeah. of your power play and that's who you put in to when you have like a good matchup where you have a couple of quick guys against their, and their offensive guys are a little bit slower um, or you're in a need, like you're down one and the power play is late and you need to try to score a goal that way and get a shorthanded goal. So, yeah, now I don't really bet on NHL a lot. So that's why I don't really know it. So I'm not going to like brag like, oh, I bet it and I win money. I don't really, I barely ever bet it unless it's just like, you know, shit team against a good team. Then I go team total and hope for the best. Um, yeah. So with that being said, you know, we're called falling off the bandwagon and we don't really ride the bandwagon anytime, but I feel like in situations like this, like during playoffs, I always do pick a team because it's, just it, if my them. team's not in there. Yeah. Just to, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm a fan right now. I just want to see you do well. And normally it's like the underdog. Like when the Browns made it back in, I don't know, 92, mm-hmm. <laughs> crawling out the crib. Uh, you know, I was like, let's go Browns. And I still have that. There's always a team that I'm like, like last year, Titans. I was on the Titans heavy. I, I, I favored them against the Ravens. I, I 
against, I mean, everybody. I was like, let's just go. I think they got a shot. I mean, they fell a little bit short, but they still did better than what people expected. Mm-hmm. So who are you, whose bandwagon are you, are you riding right now? NBA, so if you've watched it, or NHL. I, so I've actually been paying attention to the NBA, and I, I didn't think I'd like the bubble as much as I have. Um, the bubble's kind of created a unique view to where I've actually got into it because you get to hear everything. And mm-hmm. hearing a sport by the, the world's best kind of puts on something different. Like with me with golf and listening to these guys at their charity events um, or the like that stuff right before that and hearing how they talk about that really, I was already a big golf fan, maybe even more of a golf fan, maybe want to try to think in that aspect. NBA the same way, how they talk to each other and the brothership that comes with it. Yeah, so I've been really following that. My my bandwagon I'm hopping on is Dallas, the Mavericks, man. I... I want to see Kemba do well because I'm a, uh, like I like them at the Hornets and I'm a huge, huge Kemba fan. Um, also, Tatum's there and he's a Duke guy, so I want to see Boston do well. But I really feel like the underdog is Dallas, and like it just needs to be that way. And I'm just pulling for him. So tonight, when the yeah, game starts here in about ten minutes or so, I have two. I'm excited I, uh, for uh, it. I mean, NBA. I really wouldn't say that I'm on any on any bandwagon because my team's still in it, the Celtics. So I'm mm-hmm. on them. Damn. We got a hard road to go. Gordon Hayward going down. That sucks. Uh, Toronto mm-hmm. Raptors. We've kind of like shared, we flipped in the past, like two, three years. So they're a great opponent and it's probably going to yeah. go six games easily. They uh, were good yeah. before Kawhi went there. Kawhi just yeah. made them championship caller. They didn't lose that. If anything, Kawhi helped establish their young guys. So I can see that. And then you have the Bucks still yeah, too. And build up Siakam. Yeah, I, I know I, I've been a, a fan of the Bucks through the regular season. When it comes time, they're on my side in the East. And I just say go to hell. <laughs> yeah. Like Giannis won I like fifth Giannis uh, MVP until my team is out. Yeah. Until my team is out, I'm not cheering for you. Um but the Mavs, it's unfortunate that Porzingis is not playing again tonight. He's had mm. knee issues, but last game that didn't seem to matter. I mean, Luka Doncic, the who's going he to be a top three player in the league within two years. Honestly, oh, honestly, you could put him in that conversation now. I think if you're looking yeah. at twenty one, at twenty one, what he's doing right now compared to LeBron James Lillard that are playing currently, I think in this bubble, he's the best player in this bubble. Yeah. He's, he makes, he's, he's crazy good to watch. He's still, and the thing is he's, he's still raw. He still has a lot to work on and oh you still gosh, see this greatness. I think, and the fact that he had so many current players that are in the bubble that weren't playing in the game. And then players that are outside of the bubble, just watching from home like tweeting and like, oh my gosh, like this is insane. Like Luca's insane. Like it shows that he's, he could very well take over when LeBron leaves um, and decides to pursue whatever other stuff he wants to do, be the face of the NBA for yeah. decades to come. And the, the only issue with that is, is that it's, it's been, somebody pointed it out uh, when I was reading over like a, a small article that, the NBA doesn't take high-profile foreign players and make them big. Like, Giannis is big to us now, 
but he's still not at the level of what like Kawhi is or LeBron is as far as like commercialism. And like Luca's probably not going to be there either. But I also see I, that as one agent. Like Chris Paul gets a lot of commercials, and you know, Luca's better than Chris Paul. I mean, Luke, mm-hmm. uh, I've been there for, and for a while. But. It comes down to who he gets endorsed by and stuff like that. But I, I look at a foreign player that plays in the NBA and that has this big thing. They've never really wanted to be in the public spotlight like that. I mean, you yeah. think about it. This isn't the first time the Mavericks have hit on a foreign player. I mean, Dirk Nowitzki, probably the best Maverick, or he is the best Maverick in history for the, for their franchise. Um, and he's already quickly getting replaced by Luca. Now it's going to be a while for him to take him and break his scoring records and all that stuff. And he's still got to take him to a championship. But I mean, that's, I think that platform has a lot to do it, but it also leaves the question how much further they can take the game. Cause like you have, LeBron James right now, face of NBA and face of, of basketball. And he is a global thing, but he's more polarized here in the United States because he, this is where he's from and everything. Right. That's going and the on next right coming now. and the chosen one. And- yeah. You take Luca and put him on that same platform, except now he's international. He gets a big following here, but now he can go back home and have even bigger of a following there. I think that's the next step for the NBA. Imagine what yeah, that will do for through. World Cup and the the FIBA the FIBA World Cup and all that stuff, uh, Olympics and putting it on that USA not being the favorite anymore, showing that somebody from a foreign country can do. Um, it's almost like hockey. How hockey, everything's played in the United States for the most part, outside of a handful of teams in Canada, but the best players who are recognized nationally and globally are f- not from the United States. You think of like a hands down lights out American. And the first name comes is Sidney Crosby. And he's the next coming. I like you have that, but then you think you have Alexander Ovechkin, whose capital is out that way. And you have all the Canadians. Actually Crosby's a Canadian. I can't even say that my bad. So it's, that's where it is. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that is like, um, I was listening to Dan Lovertard today uh, on his radio show, and he explained that like a lot of foreign players don't like to do interviews because English is like a second language, and it you know when you have to answer like complex questions about emotions, it gets hard to explain it, and so a lot of that crosses. But I don't feel like I feel like Giannis has has done really well with his language. I think maybe he I don't yeah. I don't know his background, so I think maybe he already had English in his arsenal um, or his linguistics. Uh, and then Doncic doesn't seem to be too bad at it either. There are some times where I've seen him in an interview where he gets caught up on maybe how to express himself with yeah. a complex well, it, word. But fa- still, favorite I mean, video uh, with Luca is when they went down to Mexico city for their game and you had uh, Blake Griffin and Luca do introductions and Luca comes out and speaks Perfect Spanish. Perfect Spanish. And Blake comes out. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> right there. Yeah. And you see, that's his third language. So that's what's so impressive. He does that. And it, it, it 
we ate 24s yesterday, rest in peace, uh, Mamba. But that's how what Kobe was. English yeah. was his primary language, but he knew Italian. He knew French. Like he mm-hmm. knew Spanish. He knew other languages because he knew that his platform and how he traveled around the world, he could use that to yeah. engage everybody. It was funny because Luca said uh, that I don't, I don't, I don't forgot where Luca's from, but whatever his foreign language is, he said Kobe learned it, learned like a few phrases in it, just so when he sat courtside, he could talk shit to him in his language. Mm-hmm. Like he said, he was over there about to take a shot, and he just hears like, like someone talking shit, and he's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> and looks back, and it's Kobe, and he's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> it's it's so, epic, I mean, that was man. pretty cool. All right, so. Um, for me, my bandwagon team would have to be NHL, and I'm gonna make it short and sweet because we got we got NFL fantasy to go over. This is, you know, the cream of the crop. This is what we do. Um, yeah, is of course my team, the Knights. So that's my bandwagon riding right there. I kind of already liked them beforehand, and I don't have a favorite team in in NHL, but they're fastly becoming it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I guess I'm riding the bandwagon there. And maybe but I we we officially are, we already talked. Yeah, we we already talked about it right before we started the show, though. That both me and you are on board with the Seattle Kraken starting next year. Yeah, so. I got to choose. I got to choose my sides, and it may just come down to who plays the best, <laughs> which again would be a bandwagon thing. But I don't have a I'm not nobody chooses the worst team, you know. So don't, I I don't want to hear that shit about running a bandwagon if you don't have a team. I'm a Lions fan. Okay. Nobody chooses the worst. I kind of chose the worst. Uh, yeah, team. Well, maniacs. I don't even know how they became yours. Like, I don't know. I, if my team sucks for so long, I'm moving on. That's not a bandwagon. That's just me having a sane mind. I know you're. You're not loyal. You're not loyal. That that might also be a why reason you never have like a, a significant other. Because yeah, as the phrase goes, hose on, hose ain't loyal. God, if ain't you, loyal. If you don't do well. Yeah, <laughs> if I get bored, yeah, it doesn't take long for my mind just to be like, nope, no good, moving on. <laughs> All right, uh, I ride the right, I ride so- the bandwagon with Love Life for sure. Yeah, that's that's for sure. So. Well, all right. So yeah, now that, it so is. So that's a quick update there with the NHL and all that. So we got what, like 16, 17 days till NFL starts. Right around that, I think we're. Three weeks from Thursday. Might be no, it's two weeks from Thursday. The first game's the fourteenth. No. Ninth. Is it the tenth? It's the tenth. 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 Sorry. So it'll be two weeks. Yeah, it'll be two weeks from Thursday. Two weeks. Let's go. Oh, all right. I'm so excited. it's time. We'll do a. Uh, Coming up, uh, there's a lot of people that are drafting right now, so I want to get this out, uh, and then we'll talk NFL forever. <laughs> from yeah, on out. for sure. Um, and but, just stay tuned, guys. Now that NFL's back, um, we're going to start, as yeah, our talks about up. NFL get up, we're going to start being two times a week. So you're going to start seeing us. We'll record on, I think what we said, Sundays, Sunday nights. Um, yeah, we'll do it Sunday nights post on Monday and then we'll do Wednesday nights and post on Wednesday Thursday. post on Thursday. Yep. Yeah. So that way we can get the, the so I'll have to be on my, a lot of stuff on the, on the weekend and stuff like that. So, um, so 
Yeah, NFL Fantasy. I can't wait to pick your team name and logo. Whatever. <laughs> so just so you guys know that when we entered this and we set up everything up for our our podcast, Godly always puts a random name for me to join the cast as. And he chose my team name from last year, which was Patricia's Pencils. So I thought that was pretty funny. So yeah, but it's been. I'm looking before. forward to it. <laughs> it's yeah, an asshole. Bitch, Montana, Willems, all this stuff. Yeah, he just yeah. had to go purchase his pencils today. So, but I'm I'm yeah. super excited. I've already done one draft already. Um, my team is called the Kittle Cats because I got George Kittle as my tight end. So okay. Oh, so do you them. normally choose like someone that you have on your team? I usually my team name is based off somebody that I have on that I have on. I mean. For the longest time, you know me. I've always, I've always drafted a Lions player, um, so I've always had some sort of a Lions team name. I did not draft one Detroit Lions player this year. I mean, it's not really any two draft, except that's a lie. I do have one of them on my list. Galladay. Nope. What? DeAndre Swift. I think he'll be fine. Um, he's taking. But if you over. don't have, if you don't have Galladay, man, like he's that is a top ten receiver. He. It depends on where he places. He's not a top 10. He is a top 10 in points. Not on my 100%. Board. Yeah, I mean, probably, but not on my list. Fantasy okay, scored we'll by there. points. There's nothing else. He mm. was what? Even with a horrible I got to look at bye weeks. I got to look at matchups. So well, something I've noticed so far is that the best players seem to be on bye week eight or week 11. So those two weeks, I know I'm screwed. Like It seems like all the good teams... And all the good players mm-hmm. either fall on week eight or week 11 for bye weeks. Although, you know, Detroit should be, and it's, your, your defense got better. So you're not going to be having to throw the ball a lot more. That's normally where you go with Detroit or wide receivers on that are good, that have shitty defenses because they know you got to score a lot. Saints. Yes. <laughs> so, so, but it's also one of those things. Saints, Texans. Our defense. Our defense is also the reason early in the year why we lost some close games. And our offense wasn't to blame for it. The Monday nighter against Green Bay, that should have been a win. Um, we dominated Green Bay of every aspect of the game except for the freaking final 10 minutes yeah. in the fourth quarter. Yeah, um, We should have been beat the eventual Super Bowl champion Chiefs. We traded blow after blow all game. And then we're up 10 with five to play. And they fucking beat us. Because our defense couldn't stop Mahomes. Yeah. Freaking a fourth and 12. And you let Kelsey get wide open for 27 yards. Oh, look at this. I'm already getting heated out of last year's shit. Top tight ends in the game, man. What do you expect? All right. And he's wide open. So last year, my name was Third Leg Greg. (laughs) Shout out to to Miami. And I, I think I got rid of him like the fourth weekend. Like I think we just got. Oh yeah, he sucked. Like, I was like out, <laughs> but I kept the name. You have to, but I I do normally try and go with either something funny that doesn't have to do with the team. Uh, like I went with Poosh Moose forever and had the UPS symbol up there. I don't even know where that came <laughs> from. That was like thirteen year old oh. me who thought it was funny. I had I had my Lions team picked out. If I would have got Galladay on on my first draft, it was Hotel Hotel Motel Galladay in. That's not bad. That's a long name. See, give, I <laughs> don't care. Give name. me credit, man. <laughs> um, and then my initials 
for the team are always God. G-O-D. You got to know who you're playing. You're coming against yeah. me. You're losing. Get the L ready. Oh, man. I, I have a feeling. So, like, so I, I want to add something real quick. I feel like if I beat you in our NHL bet, I get to switch your nickname to asshole. A-S-H-O. So that way yeah. it's not God. It's just asshole. Nope. Wasn't even part of the bet. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So, but no, dude, I get to choose I, your I, everything, yeah. which I've been looking at uh, some K-Swiss symbols. Oh, please, <laughs> please rock some K-Swiss on that. On but that I was picture. like, no, I'll let you, like if, if you put K-Swiss on it, likes. I'll let you do that. No. So I should have been like, I, I should have made the bet of, I can choose what K-Swiss you have and you have to rock them all the time. <laughs> but I was like, but again, that's you not, probably enjoy that. Not, yeah, see, that's not, not a that's not a punishment to me. I rocked K Swiss tubes in college, dude. I love I my know. black and neon green. Uh, you know, I never even like. I was like, I made fun of him so much, and then someone was just like, "Dude, what if that's like all he could afford?" I'm like, "They're like a hundred dollars shoes. <laughs> like, this is not like it's a cheap shoe." <laughs> no, <laughs> like we, we, you just we never heard right of the shoe. We live right next to an outlet mall. I'm pretty sure I could have found some cheaper shoes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I ordered those bitches, dude. Judge anyone unless they're wearing like Ikes, <laughs> like a backwards uh, swish. And ones, I think you can judge somebody mm-hmm. if they're wearing and ones. Yeah, well, I did wear and one T-shirts. I never bought the shoes. I've always been like, aren't hey, you? Aren't you pissed off you didn't keep all your championship you grew up with that was Walmart 10, 5 bucks? Yeah, champion brand? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that thing's blown up in the last five years. Oh, I know. I'm like, dude, that was shit quality. I'm not paying that. I know. <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. You get like but- a rug burn from wearing the sweatshirt. <laughs> Yeah, I never right. understood runners why they taped their nipples until they wore a, a, a champion T-shirt and played a game of flag football. Oh, oh, I know. The most coarse cotton. They they just took it right off the plant and just sewed it together. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right. So do, do you want to go with I mean, talk you're... names? Um, I don't have any name ideas yet. Uh, third leg Greg may be staying. No, I'll probably just staying. find you're another Greg, gonna... but that doesn't no, matter. You're, you're changing it. Yeah, I got to. Like I said, I think uh, I mid season it be... always goes to this team sucks if my team sucks. <laughs> yeah. I feel it's like you either have to just have a team name that is just that good that it doesn't matter who's on it. It's just it's a great freaking name. Or you have to you have to cater it to your team. I mean, I when when I came up with Kittle Cats for George Kittle, I was I laughed and I said yeah, it to everybody else and they all laughed. I mean, it's great. Kittle Cats. I love it. So Kit Kats. Call yep. Kit Kat. <laughs> All right. So I'm, looking, um, I'm currently looking for a photo of George Kittle where like he's got he's rocking his his impartial mustache. Check his and, eye like, with psycho days. looking and putting that as my logo. So check his Iowa days. All right. Mm, so I want something 49ers, but all right. So let's you, get to drafting right here. Are right, you do you um, want to go? Do you want to go over like top who who like first round people that you like or do you want to go by ask, like positions i was gonna ask about draft position first and what you prefer mm, true that's good that's good let's do that so all right so are you somebody that likes to either be where your top three 
bottom three or do you want to be in the middle when you draft? I prefer to be in the middle. Like, give me six. Like, if it's a 12-person draft, five through seven. Okay. I'll take five through seven. Because I know right off the bat, I'm getting still a top guy. And when I come back to me, I'm not getting that, like, 24th player. Because it really sucks to be at the front. Yeah, you're probably going to get Christian McCaffrey. But then when it turns around, I mean, the only thing you can do when when you have the first position is draft the best player at every position that's available. And so you kind of can set the tone. So when I, I had last year, I had second overall pick, and I chose Christian McCaffrey over Saquon Barkley. And then when it Worked came back around, I, I was like, "All right, screw you guys." I think I went tight ends, and then when have because you know you create the rush because people are like, mm-hmm. "Oh, it's not gonna get back to me," and you're like, "Yes, now I'm controlling it in." So I do like that aspect, but I like sitting in the middle because I always feel like I get, I feel like I have the best quality team overall. I got you. I'm not getting the I'm best little- guys. But it's not that big of a difference between three and four at the end of the year. So I, I'm I prefer to have either one, two, or three, or if we're in a twelve man league, ten through twelve, ten, eleven, twelve, and just because I know there's a lot income coming in between, but I like being able to select two people within a six pick stretch. Yeah, and know that is okay, nice. I have these are my two guys. I pick up the one and more than likely I'm going to get the second guy I want. And if I don't, then I have somebody that's right there. And then, yeah, I go right there, but stranger things have happened. I mean, the damn draft we had bless his soul. This dude is first year playing fantasy draft with us. He took a defense with the third round, his third round pick. And then took a kicker with his fifth round pick. I didn't pick up a kicker. I just get him. It just, it it forces me to, but if I had the choice, Mm -hmm. I change out my kicker. Every single week and defense. So, did, eh. and I'm defense I can most... go with it unless I, unless I lock on like Patriots defense last year was not getting rid of them to, to for yeah. anything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And same, same I had thing with, they, like, they scored more points than anyone on my, <laughs> on my team. Yeah. And, and same thing with the kicker. I might, I may even just eat a zero unless you have Tucker. If you have Tucker, get rid of them. Yeah. If you have Tucker, keep them. If you're on but a I high normally switch. Team, so, Tucker. Lutz, you could probably see whoever the Bucks um, kicker is going to be this year. That or somebody that you know, like Prater for me with Detroit. Detroit doesn't score many touchdowns. They kick yeah, a they lot of field goals. Right. Yeah, and they kick a lot of field goals. And Prater is one of the best from long distance. And fantasy rewards those 40 and 50-yard kicks mm-hmm. more than they do a 20-yard 20 yarder or 30 yarder field 30 yard field goal. So, right. But yeah, so what's your, I prefer to do on that. So what's your draft, uh, strategy? Do you go like, let's say you have like a first round. Do you go by best available? Do you go, I have to get a quarterback first. Do you say I have to double up on the running backs or do you go best wide receiver? So I'm, so I'm torn. I or are you I'm the idiot that picks that. a tight end. No, I'm not the idiot that picks a tight end. Um, if that tight end was going to score me numbers like a running back or, or, or a quarterback, then maybe, but no, I am a little torn on this one because I've done both ways. I've had good success Mm -hmm. with both ways and I've also been burned both ways. So this year in the last couple of years, I've done my first couple of picks as running backs and right. Making sure that their starters getting on, because at the end of the day, the, 
outside of a quarterback, your next lot, slot where you're guaranteed points and that they can put up the most consistent points is running back. Um, so that's typically, that's where I've gone to lately. And I've seen success. I've won a league and I've gotten to the championship um, the next year. Took second, but it's consistent. I used to be best available. And if I was sitting where you were, where you want to be at five through seven, best available is usually the the high-end receiver. And that's good, but it can also be one of those things where it is just, they can burn you. They can have one game where they don't have everything or they face a shutdown corner and it hurts them. And usually that game occurs in the playoffs. So right now I lead more to my strategy is fill the board with um, my first two picks are usually running backs. Now, if I'm down at 10 and 12, then it's best available, but anything from one through seven, it is running backs and then best available. I like to, uh, match up a quarterback with a wide receiver. Oh, you least. get the double points, of course. Yeah. So if I have Drew Brees, I'm getting Mr. 10 yards and out. Um I don't, I feel I, like you're going to have to have Michael Thomas first that. That I guess you're if you're going to do that one your your yeah. receiver will be picked first and your receiver will influence who you pick as quarterback. Yeah, um, it does. Here you go. I, I, do you I pick, you pick quarterback, quarterback that What? Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, so when it comes to your quarterbacks, do you prefer to pick the new scrambling quarterback that has potential of scoring more points with a running, rushing touchdown? Or do you pick somebody like an Aaron Rodgers and a Tom Brady who you know are going to get close to 300, 400 yards a game and possibly three touchdowns? Um, I don't think I've ever drafted Cam Newton. Uh, I... I haven't had Lamar Jackson on my radar until last year. There and I, tried I said Deshaun Jackson. Whoops. Yeah. Um, we need our stat guy on that. <laughs> yeah. And then, I, just, I just need a, a hybrid. Deshaun Jackson. I'm thinking, holy shit. I'm thinking that Deshaun Jackson with the Eagles. Holy crap. I was so fucking far off. <sighs> there you are. Wanting to put Lamar Jackson in a box. Put him at wide receiver. Wow. Terrible GM. He could do it. <laughs> yeah, he could, but he's been all right at running back. I meant, oh, quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So I'm um, actually intrigued with, and what do you think about this as setting as your quarterback, uh, Josh Allen of the Bills as a quarterback? I don't, I don't draft him. He's you not would? Good no, he's not good Not enough. good. You, okay, so he was, I think, sixth overall in fantasy points for quarterbacks last year. On the Bills. A lot okay. has to do with, but a lot has to do with their, his rushing and him getting, I mean, if the Bills are inside the five-yard line, it was pretty equal split between Frank Gore and Josh Allen for the touchdown. Don't care. Not on my radar. I'll go with like a Phillip Rivers and hope that he has a great game. Okay. Okay, I got you. All right, so so we kind of talked about position and, and what we do there. What, what would you would what, what would your strategy be for your pick? Um, I typically go uh, because I like that like middle one. I know I have to go with a running back first because I if I wait when once it comes back around, all like the top ten running backs are gone. Mm-hmm. So I typically go 
and this hasn't been my thing. I've just recently adapted this and I've had a more winning strategy with it is I go, because I, I have pretty good depth on college players that are coming in okay. and running back to one of those positions that gets, you know, washed out and, and new guys in pretty often. So there's always like five, six teams that have new running backs in or it's, mm-hmm. it gets hurt heavily. So I always get a good backup. So I'll get one good starter and, and one that's like a scat back. Cause if it's PPR, like I can go, he's be like Danny Woodhead or something like that. No, he's probably going to get, you know, can I get a reception and maybe a, a quick touchdown and I'll deal with seven points off of one catch for one yard and a touchdown. But I don't have to worry about him rushing for 70 yards to get that seven. Yeah. So I got you. I'll get one guy that I know could be that dual player, but probably I, I like him more to run in goal line situations. And then I'll get those little scat back. Okay. I like it. Uh, so, and then I'm Spit. never worried about my wide receivers because I, there's so many. Yeah, there's so many. And, and that's something that, I mean, from playing wide receiver, you know, non-collegiately, but whatever. <laughs> I, I just know that position really well. So you, I always get the rookies that people are like, who? I'm like, yeah, yeah. you damn right. Maybe so you I'm are a little up. hick with that little going referencing high school ball, but. Cooper Cup. Come on, man. I told you guys about him. Uh, if he can stay healthy now. And then I go, I, I save my quarterbacks for like late rounds. Same. With I usually defense. wait for my fifth round. Titans, it depends on where I feel like I look at like best available. If it's coming up on me, I'm like, all right, everybody's kind of got like, I would really look at everyone's team and who they're drafting mm-hmm. and to know what they need and what's available. Uh, a lot of scouting on that. And then I'll go, okay, you know what? I'm going to be the one. I'll pull the trigger. I'm not afraid to pull the trigger on the tight end in round like four or five. See, I, like, I, I, I don't think me. I stretched, but I pulled the trigger on Kittle around three this year. Yeah, I don't want to be caught in the back of the tight ends because there's not a lot yeah, of Yeah, Kelsey was already off the board, so that's why I went and pulled the trigger on Kittle at three. And it did. It, it started a barrage of tight ends within the next two, three rounds. So, um. So okay, so we got we got kind of draft strategy. Now let's get to the players themselves, because I have a question for, I, and I think you agree with me. I think McCaffrey should be the number one pick in fantasy football. Yeah, without a doubt. But a name, and it's all because of COVID. A name that's starting to surface. He's a top six pick already, and I just I don't understand it. He's a he has potential being a good running back. Is Edwards Edwards Hilaire? Yes, absolutely. But do you, no. do you make, give him a pick to be number one? Because it, no. it's starting to get to that now, to where people are taking him one. Okay, so this is because you have to look at what he did running the ball at LSU. He did tremendously, mm-hmm. and he has great hands. They just didn't need to use him for it. No, but Burrow, can't but be Burrow showed that he had great hands and he has great vision. Right, and then you got to look at how they used Hunt. And you're like, oh, he's better than Hunt in all forms. So mm-hmm. they're going to just repeat that. I, I don't know about using him. I don't think about top six. I think if you're like eight through 12, do it. But do that's because you're going to find like good wide receivers. But you, yeah, I like, I like him. Like he, he was definitely when, when boards first came out, they had him, especially when the news came out that he was most likely going to be the heir apparent starter. 
he he jumped from like a mid-teens pick to the top 10. And now that training camp has started and more and more draft boards have seen him and stuff. He's starting to creep up. Like I said, when he was, he was off the board by six um, in the draft that I did. And I've seen, I've done a ton of mock drafts where there's been multiple ones that have picked him at one over McCaffrey because they're scared of Bridgewater, which I think Bridgewater only plays into McCaffrey. Yeah, he does is dump it off. We had Cam Newton, we had Kyle Allen, and he still put up great numbers. It doesn't matter. No. It the offense is running through him, and he's gotten yeah. bulkier. Well, he can carry the load. McCaffrey all day. I'm not doing it there. I'm not taking an unproven. I mean, you can. That's great for me. Sitting at pick three, I'd be like, <laughs> idiot. I'm gonna get Barkley oh, yeah. or McCaffrey. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things. So, but here, here's the big controversy that I've seen a lot with people is so if so, CMC comes off one, Edward Tolaire won't come off until late. The controversy between Barkley and Zeke at two and three. Who would you prefer to have between those two guys? Barkley. I mean, he was kind of in and out last year with injuries, but when he did come back, he still had some big games, even when you put people in the box. I think Daniel Jones gets a little bit better. They got some wide receiver help. Now, Dallas Dallas is going I to be a the pass. I think big thing offense. that I... So, I, I, the huge thing, and I'm the same way with Barkley, and I see not so much. I see Daniel Jones progressing, being better, Barkley being healthy again. But I think the big factor for Barkley is having Jason Garrett in town mm-hmm. running the offense now because you know him he's a run first guy and that was proven with zeke and, and he's not afraid to pass it zeke had he, like yeah, average he, like 3.5 catches a game yeah so i see that's really really good i'm scared of zeke under and i love my boy you know i do kellen moore kellen moore comes from the boise state offense where it's play action based so you have to establish the run but once it's established, you you just hit him with those big plays and big plays. And now you got Mike McCarthy out there. And we all know Green Bay, he didn't do very much running. It that was a pass offense. He never so even I drafted think, a run, good running backs. He never drafted a receiver either. He just let I, I Aaron Rodgers do it. I think his best running back was, what, Ryan Grant during that time? Yeah, Eddie Lacy before he got fat. <laughs> yeah, they did like it. I think it's one backfired. He's like, I'm not doing that shit again. Oh hell um, no. yeah. So I see uh, Lightning just scored. Take the lead three two. CD Lamb is the best wide receiver coming out of this draft. The best. He will be a Hall of Famer. You mean he does you mean if he stays you're, you're talking about out of the rookie class, correct? Not overall in fantasy. He's a top ten wide receiver in fantasy this year. I think because Corlin Scotland, uh, Omari Cooper are going to allow him to just explode. Like you can't cover all those guys. Don't you mean so, Michael Gallup? Yeah, sorry. I said Sutton. That's for yeah. the other stat guy. Member. Stat guy. We got one on him now too. <laughs> sorry, one, I was looking one. at all my, my people. Uh, <laughs> I think I think that's another good offense and uh, a sleeper quarterback is Drew Locke. Would Denver? Yeah. yeah, I mean, he came Denver on. He came on board towards the end of the year, and he weapon. had decent numbers. I they see Drew Locke. I see Drew Locke more of like a Big Ben 
or a Philip Rivers where he gets you consistent points. But that's about it. He won't have the it'll thirty be a rough or forty start, game. But I could hmm? see that offense. It'll be a rough start for Denver. But I could see the offense averaging around seventeen points a game. I can see that too. But I also get see. Dropped. I also see Gordon Melvin Gordon being a big factor in there, being being able to catch the ball. But he's Gordon, no slash when it comes to running. That's the biggest running back they've had in a while. Yeah, so. I mean, and that if you've if you've ever watched football for the past twenty years, you know that anyone can run the football in Denver. That's just a team that the running back. It doesn't matter who it is. I could go back there. I'm getting, you know, averaging eighty yards a game. I might be broken. <laughs> I mean, but perfect example: Philip Lindsay. I don't know how he does it, but Philip Lindsay's so elusive. Then again, I mean, he grew up in Colorado. He played. Yeah, well, no, they're not going to phase him out. Hell no, he's they he's started to last year. But he's going to he be. He was hurt. Out. You don't go he get Melvin hurt. Gordon if you think you you're going to if you like what you see in Lindsey. But it's also one of those things. Lindsey's still got a ton of a ton of upside and potential. Um, and it, it's, I don't think I think, I think it's unfortunate for Gordon because I think he thought he was going to a system where he's going to be the clear cut number one, and I think he just traded. LA the Chargers for Denver in having a two backs setup. Uh, it ruins Go it for Royce back Freeman. with Lindsay and, and Gordon, and now you have to deal with both of them. I think you're going to see a ton of two back setups, especially with Denver only having really one true number one, not really anybody behind him um, in the receiving core. Yeah, they're their tight ends, Noah Vaughn's pretty good, but I Noah think Fant. is it Noah Noah Font? Or Noah Fant. I say Noah Font. It could be Fant. Where did, where did he come from? Was he from your guy? No. He, no. He wasn't from Boise? No, he came from like Iowa. Yeah, yeah, he's black and black and yellow. Okay. This is who Denver has at wide receiver that I really like. Okay. And then now they are all young, but Cortland Sutton showed himself last year. He uh, started Jerry to come out, especially when Drew Locke took over. Jerry Judy, great route runner, will get open. Uh, he'll be the number two. And then KJ Hamler from Penn State, speed demon. He'll be a slot guy. Pick him up. I promise you he's going to have four catches a game. And you just, if he gets one, he could go for 30 yards or a touchdown. He's just a breakaway guy. Fair enough. Um, the only I, thing I'm worried about is the division and that division Punish you. They got to play the Raiders twice. They got to play the what? The Raiders twice. Play every Denver offensive player when they play the Raiders. I don't know, dude. I think the Raiders are going to be sneaky good. You can't stop them. I think the Raiders are going to be sneaky good. I do too, but you play Denver, and some for some reason they just can't stop them. It's just the same way the Chargers. I'm looking at right. the Chargers now, and I'm looking at your bet that you put on with Cincinnati. I'm not so sure about that bet anymore. Boy, get out. Tyrod looks horrible. They're not going to start Tyrod. It's going to go not to gonna Herbert. St- they're not starting Herbert game one. Hell no. They'd be fools. Tyrod, I think Tyrod's got a lock on it for game one. I think he's on a short leash, but dude, he doesn't look good. Yeah, one and- pick and get the hell out. Herbert looks good in non-contact drills. 
but that's about it. He can throw his, his accuracy has been good so far, but he hasn't been pressured at all yet. So we'll see. I I've been, seen, I mean, have you been watching hard knocks? Yeah, I watched the first episode. I haven't seen the, the second. I've watched clips of my boy Herbert. Uh, have you seen the Bengals? Man's running for his life. Look, He's used to running for his life. One, I, I don't even think, I think that one actually got refunded. I had like two of them refunded already because of the uh, NCAA. I gotcha. Well, I, I tell you what, like Burrow, I, I'm, I'm still going somewhat, I'm somewhat scared of Burrow with Green and Tyler Boyd. I think he actually has a good receiving core around him. He got a good line. Doesn't have to have a good line. He's actually Not mobile. Cool. All right. All right. So we have we have all this stuff. Let's go over the the main positions. Quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Let's give our our let's do what? Like top ten? Just like quickly. I mean, all right, what do you want to do? Like your top three or five? I, 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 we like top ten on that's a lot of players. I say let's do like top three at each position. Okay. And then your sleepers. Okay, that's fine. Um, so let's start off with quarterback. Um, I think number one, I'm setting as Mahomes. I think Lamar has a regression this year. I feel I still think he'll do well, but I definitely see a regression. Um, and it's just because I see it every year in the NFL where somebody has a breakout year, and it's because off like defenses aren't prepared for him. The NFL is very good at adapting. Um, mm-hmm. Your boy Chip Kelly, for example, in Washington, they were the fastest like operating team, and it wore people out. By the end of the year, it was caught up, and they were the shitty team they were. So, but I definitely have. Um, him at one. Just looking at now, like getting everything squared away here. All right, so number two, who do you, who do you have at number one? All right, so I do mine by like where I normally draft people. So I know I'm not gonna get Patrick Mahomes because I'm not gonna draft him first round. Mm-hmm. Like for quarterbacks, yeah, it's great to have like that big name. Like Patrick Mahomes is always gonna get you points, but on the average, like the per game average, he's only getting you like six points more. And I'd rather get six points more on like a good running back. Where that getting a better running back, the the average per game is a huge difference between the top three guys and the you know if you have a twelve team league, the twelfth guy between quarterbacks. Like, there's not that big of a difference there. Like, you're gonna tell me Mahomes and like Dak or Prescott or Russell Wilson, there's gonna be a huge difference. No, but if you get Christian McCaffrey and uh, whoever the like. Mm, now see i have i have to differ with you on that one because i think between mahomes and the guys that you just showed russell or dak there is a difference um and i think overall over the year it's going to be all right so projection wise projection wise mahomes for 418.9 on espn dak 370 so i'm giving up what 48 points over 16 seasons games that's like it's nothing that's three but points see, a game I, I i also you have to factor in the player themselves and i look at it 
and Patrick Mahomes will average over 20 points a game, every game, every okay. game. But here's the thing. M- McCaffrey Jack can throw so up a to that point, to, But to that point that I was making, McCaffrey, 337.5 projected to, let's say, someone that you can get as the 12th person, whatever, James Conner, 181.8. I'm going to go running back before I go quarterback. That's just the thing. I'm not saying that. Well, I thought like, we were just talking about who the overall best for fantasy right. at each position. Well, I mean, yeah, I am, but I'm taking about like from value-wise who I'm going with. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, value-wise, I don't argument for value. It, all depends. it just depends on where you're, select- where you're picking from. Really right, does. but I don't value Mahomes so much more over someone else, so I'm not going to put him high. I could, I mean, we could go and be like, "Oh, we know that Julio Jones is the best wide receiver." That you know, uh, you know, these people are always going to score it. But I'm giving you like from where I draft, this is who I think these these are my best value. Fair enough. Like I said, who do I like? Full team. Up. I like to select up top, so I'm taking running back first. So yeah, right. I, I'm with you on that one. Um, so but, my, yeah. I'll give you like my like my five real quick, and then just someone who I think could do really well, uh, which they're kind of in this anyways. So my top five with the person who I think could do really well and has been climbing up draft boards, I have Kyler Murray number one. That offense is going like, to air I like it out. Kyle. I had I had him at I had him at three for mine. Yeah. Uh. Then Lamar Jackson because the running and I and maybe a little bit of regression, but. Not much. Uh, I have Tom Brady just because of the potential that could happen, even though I think he's going to show some age, but everyone says that and he never does. Then I have Mahomes. And then I have like Dak and Russell and Drew all kind of like grouped together at that five spot. And then someone who I think could surprise you, it probably will be like three or four games in, is Justin Herbert. I think get him as your backup later. That way he fills in on a gap week if you have one of these other guys. Okay, so going so going off your 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 mind of thinking, I still have Mahomes as my number one. I have Kyler as my number two, Lamar as my number three. My number four would still be would actually would be Josh Allen. Because I've listed they're all running quarterbacks. And I think he's a value for me because of the addition of Diggs. Here's here's where my value comes in. And I think and it's hundred percent because of the new coach, but my value pick in my sleepers Dak. I think he has potential yeah. to be top 10, but I think under McCarthy and the weapons he has, he can easily be number one. Yeah. Cause he has yeah, I mean, and it's a money, to do it and he to shut run. up and make money season. Prove yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think that's my sleeper when it comes to um, quarterbacks right there. The other sleeper that I have, and it pains me to say this, pains me to say this is cam yeah cam i have i have cam on my he's number six he's he's on my draft board and he would be my second quarterback that i would select in a draft yeah the only thing i don't like is his wide receiver set so that keeps me away from him but, but he does have the best it's, it's one of those things what's different between this set and almost every other set that he's had yeah really nothing I would like, if I'm like, I don't know, Actually, if I haven't picked I like a quarterback. I and Cam a lot. Yeah, if I'm late in the draft, I had Matthew Stafford tagged. I just think he comes back healthier. Andrew Locke, like I said. 
I think Drew yeah. Locke has a great year. I like Stafford. I think year. he's going to be a sleeper on a lot of people. I, I actually see Stafford as going undrafted in some of these. Um, yeah, these I, I hate telling people this because it, most of the people who are listening are going to be drafting with me. So they just play it while we're drafting and you'll see all these things come true. All these people I'm talking about, I will have and I will be targeting. I'll be pissed off and I'll be posting in the chat like go to hell you heard me do you think we should do a draft special where me and you are on recording while we go through our draft where we're what where we're live where we're actually yeah we're live in our draft it would be something interesting i yeah i mean get, like, i was thinking honest about true reactions yeah because i could see, i could see somebody snaking like snaking Kyler right before your pick. Right. Like we could even like just, just talk about everyone else's pick so that they can come back and watch it later and be like, oh, mm-hmm. you guys, and who, who's the idiot that? Yeah, yeah, I'd be like, look at this dumbass draft. <laughs> so I, on, know, I do <laughs> like how ESPN, so like they're taking a, a, a book out of like NFL.com and Yahoo. Those two sites grade your drafts. Mm-hmm. ESPN doesn't grade your draft, but once the draft's done, they look at your overall team and based off your league, they assess you what your ranking is. Like, off yeah. And then projections of like where they thought you initially were versus where you finished. And mine has always been like dead last because I choose so many rookies. And then at the end of the season, they're like, Oh, but you had the greatest increase. I know. Cause I fucking know what I'm doing here. At ESPN. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell and I, I always typically off. draft and up in the top end. So like this, this year so far, my first one I drafted there, my, after draft analysis, yeah, I'm ranked third in our league. So, um, all right. So going one of the guys, and I was just completely confused with it. But right, all right. So going into running backs, let's do your three must haves. All right, this is just to change it up. Your three must haves, and then the three that you like that you're eyeing. All right, okay. I think that's a little bit better for rankings. Okay, if if you're if you're drafting out of where I like to draft, which is one, two, and three. I think your must-have is Christian McCaffrey. Like, it is a must, and that is also who I would be going with. I think that that is a big, big must there. Um, I do like Edwards, Edwards Hilaire. I really do. I think he's going to have a very good year, so I think that'll be good there. Um, my third overall, I'm in love with Dalvin Cook. If he can stay healthy, yeah, big I really... Uh, yeah, I know it's, it's I know it's a big if it's a contract year for him as well. Mm-hmm. So I think because I I could almost see him as number two to Christian because he's very good with his hands. Um, he's very good runner. So we're going right there. I definitely don't see Henry having the type of success that he had like last year. I still he looks good in all his his training and stuff like that and go from there. Um, I think my breakout guy that. I, don't think is on a lot of people um, for drafting wise. I am actually high on David Johnson now at Houston with Deshaun Watson. It's got to be. He has no one else to throw to that, that could stay healthy. Yeah. Well, that here, here, here it is again with that, with that team right there. Will Fuller, if he can stay healthy, is a good, is a good receiving option for him. Big if. I, it's a huge if because he hasn't proved it yet. But then David Johnson of late can't stay healthy either. But if he can, I think he can be a good, a good value pick right there. Um, and then my rookie that I want to throw it to, 
Cam Akers of the Ra- of the Ra- of the Rams. Good pick. Good pick. Same. Same. I mean, he I was think- he he was a dog at Florida State. Like his last mm-hmm. few years ran off, but his early days, I mean, he was expected to be the guy. Yeah. I mean, when, I, I love when where they he's started at. to go downhill and he was rushing it like 40 times a game. It was like, yeah, you're just overworking him. But yeah. I just see it. I great, don't, great I do trade. not believe in Daryl Henderson Jr. for LA. I just don't. Um, I think Cam Akers, <laughs> yeah, right. I think yeah. Cam Akers is the future for, who? for that organization. <laughs> so I really, really like that with the Rams. Right. So, what about yours? All right. So, of course, like the, the, like the must haves McCaffrey, Barkley. I, I'm not going to say, I'm going to say no on Elliot only because on ESPN, his hair makes him look like Bullwinkle. So, <laughs> his little poofs up top. Yeah, I don't. So I'm not having oh. that on my team. I'm sorry. Oh, it's from uh, it's like uh, from little Nikki, the dude that gets the the breast put as on top of his head. Right. <laughs> uh, there you go. Yeah, big on. I think Kamara bounces back. Uh, Alaire, great job. All right. So then some of my like sleeper picks. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, rookie for Indianapolis, mm-hmm. looks like a linebacker. What a beast. Uh, yeah, he's depending just, I on think, how I think he's just got to establish himself over Mac quick. Yeah. Um, I liked acres a lot. Swift, depending on how they use them. Um, same with Zach Moss. Cause Buffalo really I'm doesn't have a standout in a theoretic one. role. Like Singletary look great, but they just like have not committed to him. And Zach Moss was a stud in college. Yeah. Um, I, and also Chris Carson did great didn't... last year, but I, I, I just can't trust any Seattle running back. And hell no, they. I did him. He took me to the championship. Yeah, um, that's, that's and I think right here's my big surprise because this is going to be a rookie taking over a starter's job come midseason. AJ Dillon, NFC. Did you say AJ Dillon taking over for Aaron Jones? He is a beast. In the cold, do not tackle this man from Boston College. Go run the tape. He is a beast. He is he runs like Adrian Peterson did before the switch. Okay. And maybe right after the switch. Okay. I got somebody going Telling on that you, same star track. Star him. He'll, I got he'll... somebody on that same track that towards the end of the year will take the job, a rookie taking the starter's job, J.K. Dobbins. Oh yeah, I had him up there too. Absolutely, Mark Ingram I, I, is I, going to. It's going to be a two back system, but then they're going to realize that J.K. Dobbins is bigger, he's meaner, he's tougher to he's tackle, faster. and he Better has hands. hands. Yeah, I think he really gets. 100%. I think they'll just move to. I think what they'll do is, as I'm not sure of his contracts, um, I think they'll move him to a like. Third down, not not a third down, like a just goal line, right? Like a breather. That's what I think. I think Dobbins. Who the hell's the running back again? For, for the Baltimore, in Ingram. Yeah, I think yeah, Ingram. Martin. I think he, I don't. I'm not sure about his contract. So if he's at the end of his contract, I think that they just run the shit out of him. And they'll I also think Ingram's Dobbins getting barely. towards like he's he's revitalized his career the last three years or so between New Orleans and Baltimore, but he's on the tail end of it. It, right, but if he has things. like, 
two or three years left on his contract, then I can see that they go, we're going to use you sparingly. We're going to do it like Jonathan Stewart and D'Angelo Williams, where it's like a two-headed and it really just de- depends on the matchup. But Dobbins, I can see it flipped. I can see it flipped where they do, Canucks just scored. Yeah. Canucks? Canucks take a one nothing lead a minute and hey. 30 into the end of the game. I don't Let's care. It's it our first stick. lead of the series. I don't care. I just have Let's to. Get I it to stick. How many? How much time into the game? <laughs> a minute thirty. Oh, cool, cool. We got time. I needed to get this. A lot six. of time, but that also shows that hey, they came to play. Yeah, good for them. So, they, but, they so I'll get, I'll get off that. Y'all get off that. By the way, the Bruins game is they're going to overtime. Still two so, two. No three three. Oh, okay. All right. So, so then. But, I would say, um, so what I think with Mark Ingram is they use him to like mentor J.K. Dobbins the first part of the year, but use him a lot. And then I think they trade him away. Ingram? I think I think they go out and try to get a couple of draft picks or like some lower guys to kind of help or youthful guys to establish that again. Who's saying they trade? Who did you say Who they I would trade? They Mark Ingram. No. Okay, yeah, I, th- I was like, they're not gonna trade Dobbins. Um, no, no, hell no. Yeah, I but see I that. can see that. Can see that. So, um, trust, baby. Yeah. truth. So they, so there you go. So, all right, so let's move over to. Do you want to go tight end or wide receiver? Um, let's go to wide receiver. But since there's so many, like you can play like three on a thing. Just go with like, go with like your your two top favorites that you absolutely are trying to draft, and then. Just maybe like two sleepers, like like your rookie okay. picks. So absolutes that I I think you have to draft. Um, I just Devonte Adams. He he was not healthy for six games, but even when he when he had that shortened season, he was still top five. I think you he's a must. Michael Thomas, I I like him, but it's just. I'm not going to – that's reaching for me at that point. I think Devontae Adams has more upside, um, can have the, the bigger touchdowns, more touchdown catches, stuff like that. Um, and then one of the combos of Chris Godwin or Mike Evans. I think mm-hmm. I think you have yeah. to have one of those I think two go with, with Godwin. Brady down there. Godwin's I have not seen – I like Godwin too. Mike Evans has the better hands, and I think that's what Brady will go to is the person that he relies on and trusts most to catch a ball when he needs to. Um, so I would lean more towards Evans over Godwin. My sleeper is probably going to be Keenan Allen mm-hmm. or T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, I had those. Keenan's, he's always been a workhorse, and I don't see anything changing, whether it's Herbert or Tyrod. But I see T.Y. Hilton as the new Keenan Allen for Phillip Rivers up in Indy. Reliable, mm-hmm. go get the ball, stuff like that. Rookie wise, um, I just don't. Do you know need help rookie. there? <laughs> no, I I think CD Lamb will do well. I think he he will do well. So I'm I'm excited for him. That's really it's hard the only to person. have a good wide receiver. Wide receivers yeah, typically don't take that the I first three years. That has actual impact on a first year with the team. I don't see anybody okay. else that can have that immediate impact other than CD. So, yeah, because he has like an established quarterback. 
Even though established quarterback, he's got an offensive-minded thinking coordinator. He's got an offensive-minded thinking coach. It's pass first in Dallas now. Um, and I think, and I, it's no it's no disrespect to to Gallup. I think he's the number two right off on day one. Mm. With yeah. with upside to be number one. Yeah, I mean Gallup does well in the slot. So for me, the two must haves. Uh the one guy. The one guy to have. DeAndre Hopkins. Absolutely gotta have him. I think I think he I think he just moved to a better offense. He did he did move to a better offense. Better better coach for for damn sure. Better, better coach. coach. The only thing that worries me about DeAndre is he's so used to being the number one target and going through. I think he'll definitely get more looks because you do have Fitzgerald that's still there, who's Mister Reliable and right. everything right it, there. He has open spaces now, and even Isabella. I think that's the guy, but the little white guy. I flip it the other way. I think if, with that one, if you're looking at Arizona, the receiver to have is Larry. Because he now goes from the number one to the number two. And he's got behind Larry, it. Yeah, he's gonna play some little small nickel. Oh my gosh, he's gonna pick him apart. I think he's, he's done a really well in the runner. slot. Oh, yeah, he, he, he's a better route runner than DeAndre uh DeAndre. I'd still probably give him the edge of having better hands than DeAndre. DeAndre has great yeah. hands. Fitzgerald has better hands, and it's been Fitzgerald don't drop. He doesn't. He don't drop. So uh, DeAndre Godwin. has some but I like that one. I like that one. Godwin, yeah, you're on board with me with with yeah. Tampa Godwin, Day. I think is I I just from like an athlete perspective, I like Godwin over Mike Evans. Mike Evans is just tall and he just doesn't run clean routes. I mean, he does, but it just doesn't look good. <laughs> I don't know. I it's look just at Evans like, like Randy Moss when he went to New England. That lengthy yeah. down the field option, and Godwin's the mm-hmm. guy that is that that does really well with it because he stretches he's gonna the get, field. I think they're both equal talents, but everyone knows Mike Evans is like the guy. So he draws the best corners and that leaves Godwin to be like, let's play. Mm-hmm. Give me but, your, give me your third guy. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, Offensive sleepers, receivers, I'm scared of Tampa Bay with when it comes to their two receivers and their, their tight ends. I'm scared. Yeah. Um, I like the TY that you said as well. And the Keenan Allen, I had those marked um, as like my, it's like, scary third, how much third, fourth round like. people to get. Uh, DJ Chark, I liked him last year. Like to see what he can do I, now. Mm-hmm, I don't think Henry. One. Yeah, CD Lamb. Uh, oh, Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs, I like. And with Josh Allen to throw it, I mean, and I'm not it's into bombing. Madden ratings or anything like that, but Josh Allen does have the strongest arm strength in Madden. Yeah, and, and that, get a Seattle wide receiver. Get a wide re- Seattle wide receiver. Get Tyler Lockett. <laughs> he just never lets you down. Because uh, it always know. frustrates me how well they do. You're like, how huh? how are they the top five wide receivers? You're like nobody knows about them, but they do have a great quarterback. So, uh, mm-hmm. what rookies that plays and stuff like that. So my rookie rankings of from my favorite guys. I mean, there's there's like lower guys that may show up on like a fill in basis or a small team, but of like the big names. CD Lamb's my favorite. Then Jerry Judy, and as far as Henry Ruggs goes, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think he's just fast. I think he has good hands, but he's small, and well, I want to see how he battles for the ball. Yeah, because he had never had a battle. Fair enough. From the time the I one saw. thing I will say though, with that's playing in Ruggs's 
um, court here is Williams is trying is going to try to play through a pectoral injury. Yeah. So I think that limits him. Um, so we'll go from there. But yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, I like I like drugs too. But. And maybe Justin Jefferson, Minnesota, or Paris Campbell, no. Indianapolis, nope. Brandon Ayuk, San Francisco. I see a huge regression with Minnesota this year. Michael Pittman Dick Jr. Thielen can't USC. stay healthy. I don't like T. Higgins. I just I don't you know he's gonna cry. Uh, tweet me. <laughs> uh, tweet me. Yeah, Michael Pittman Jr. for Indianapolis. I like that one too. Okay, he was a great quarterback. At, all right, so now going into tight ends, I really didn't do this one because again, that one just kind of. <laughs> yeah, I think there's only like six. I don't, I don't know. even give a shit. I about. think. I think my must-have is Kittle. I think upside, one hundred percent Kittle. I know everybody says Kelsey, and he's he's in that. Kittle's he's the all-around guy. He can catch it. Um, he, I mean, he's more physical than Kelsey. Kelsey goes down too easily. Kittle fights for those extra things. So I think he's my must-have. Um, I think. I don't know if I like Kelsey can, as a person. He's kind of annoying. I mean, I like his oh, interracial man. love thing. That's cool. A lot of I do. I mean, I think I think he's like really things. in love with his girlfriend, which is awesome. Which I like that part about him. But I think sometimes he's too tryhard. I even thought that about Gronk. I think Gronk is just corny. But I think Kelsey is tryhard. You know, Gronk. I thought when he came out, it was just Nack. No, that's just Gronk. It's Gronk. Never yeah, I know Gronk. it is Gronk. But I just think he's corny. Yeah. So I think your must-have is George Kittle. I think somebody that's a good good center to establish around um, would be again, Mark Andrews of Baltimore. I like him, especially with that offense. I think he's, he just he's hit, he needs to be consistent. Hayden Hurst. It, it, I'd like to see out of Atlanta. Uh, uh, that Evan is Ingram. If, if Daniels can throw the fucking ball, Evan Ingram is a, a crazy good tight end, even with uh, Manning on his last legs. Evan yeah. Ingram put up numbers. Darren Waller, so, if Vegas can continue to use him. Yeah. Hunter Henry, as if he could stay okay, healthy. So if he can stay healthy, you want to know who my sleeper is? Austin Jack Hooper. Doyle. No, Jack Doyle. Yeah. Clear cut yeah. number one in Indy. Now that that uh, Eric Ebron's gone to Pittsburgh, and number one receiver is T. Y. Hilton. Number two receiver is going to be Jack Doyle. It's Philip Rivers. He has two people he goes to. And I think that's what it'll be. Yeah. Uh, Gerald Everett. Cooper, I think, I'm glad he got the money. Maybe OJ Howard. No, I'm just kidding. No, I actually, I no. So let's talk about that because I see Gronk woulda, woulda. as a, a come in and he'll be good. He has a rapport with Brady and stuff like that. And I almost see him like a Cameron Brait for, for Tampa Bay, where he's more in the red zone game than anything else. I think if, OJ Howard and Brady get on the same page. I think he has the potential to be a number one because he's so athletic. He is as athletic. But as I just don't know what's Kelsey happened Kittle. to him. He just James just didn't throw it to him. Ah oh, man. Nah, when James threw it to him, he went out and made plays. James just didn't throw it to him. Then again, James threw 30 some odd fucking interceptions, but Yeah, I don't know. There's something there's something there. I'm not touching him. I'm not. It's it's tough because it's also like 
Zach Ertz is such high on people's draft boards, but then you look at it that he actually, uh, Dallas Goddard outperformed him down the stretch. Yeah. So, um, um, I mean, I think that's kind of it for me on tight ends. I, I don't know. Tight ends sometimes you just, if you don't get the top guy, like a top eight, then you just pray that somebody shows up. Yeah. Or you play. I mean, I could see, I could see Ebron doing well in Pittsburgh with big Ben back. I could definitely see that. I'm so disappointed in Ebron's career. It hasn't been bad, but he's been bouncing around so much. Don't talk to me about disappointment. Do not, do not talk about disappointment with me with Ebron. And it's not, he's, this is his third team in, in eight years now with it. He spent his first six years with Detroit. We went over guys like fucking, um, Defensive end for the Rams. I can't even think he's the best defensive player in football. Drawing a fucking blank. And so are you. So. Hold on. But. Hold on. You just had to hang up the, the, the video call. So. Do, 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 do. Sorry. No, you're fine. No, you're you're fine. good. So, there you go. All right, so. I was trying to click on it, and it went right to the X. Piece of shit. That's always good right there. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's those. Um, I don't think we really need to talk about defense or Defense and kickers. kickers. I mean, it's Tucker and Lutz or die. Uh, My strategy is pick a new one every week. I don't know. I think your top three are the worst offense. I think the top three is you have to pick teams that are score a lot of points, but teams that aren't all just touchdowns. And I think if you're going to look at that spec uh, aspect, I think Lutz with, with new Orleans is a good pick. I think um, Butker and Casey, just because they do score so many points. Dude, don't talk to me about Butker. We could, we had him for free, like no money. And we're like, no, let's keep paying Graham Gano. And then Butker turns out to be a really good kicker. And we're like, Great. Yeah, We're going to get rid of fucking Gano in two years, which we did. Yeah, I, mean, I don't Joey name? Sly, Bicep, Bicep Benny. Oh, Jesus. These guys got no, guns. You, you talk about a kicker that shouldn't have been let go was Robbie Gould with Chicago. <laughs> the curse of not not giving him the money he deserved. Look what happened. It cost you a playoff game. And when you draft you a kicker teams. in the second round, you just deserve hmm. hell. To be bitch slapped. Yeah. Hell no. I couldn't couldn't see it. I don't understand Stupid. with that. So state of the franchise. <laughs> yeah. You also passed the ball Patrick Mahomes, so But we have Stafford. No yeah, up until uh, last year, I, Stafford. I mean, I'm talking I, yeah. more shit about Chicago. Oh yeah. Oh they they pat Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson. Stupid. I mean and now they're in a quarterback controversy or competition between Trubisky and stupid Foles. Nick Foles. Like, that's a quarterback competition? <laughs> Go fucking pick up Colin Kaepernick. That's a better quarterback than those two right there. Yeah, I agree. And he'd fit that system well. But, yeah, I laugh at that one. So... But so we'll, other than yeah, that, we'll, just um, kind of go ahead. Go ahead. What are you saying? 
I was just, I was just gonna say, it. yeah, uh, you know, we'll uh, next week we'll start talking. Um, probably start doing two two shows next week. Mm-hmm. That way we can break down like AFC NFC. We'll just actually start talking about our teams, uh, getting ready for the NFL since it's two weeks away. Uh, you know, and we'll just start saying like who our favorites is, who we who we're most excited mm-hmm. to. Any watch. news that gets updated and stuff like that. So yeah, and uh, actually, do... did you see what Kansas City did trying to make a fan experience? Just have fans at the stadium at Arrowhead. Mm-mm. So they did a mock over the weekend where they set up social distancing at the stadium, and it actually looks good. How if if they were to implement it, I don't know how it would work or how it would look. But when you actually see the the layout and how everything's set up, dude, it, they spent. Tons of man hours to get that thing set up. The parking lots marked off so that you can park. It's the certain spots you can park in and you can't. Um, they have designated walkways, barriers to break up stuff. They had the six feet markers every single place to go through. And then you went inside the stadium and they marked off seats for people who could sit. And it was like a brick section where if you had three people in one section that were six feet apart, the next section the next three were in between that, but a row up. So they were still six feet apart because they were that row up or something, or they skipped a row. And then they could all go to the bathroom and are within a foot of each other. Yeah. And now we all go to the bathroom. Yeah. We all go to the bathroom and shit like that. But yeah, I mean, you can only try so much. Just get it. Just get it going. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk uh, college football next week. Cause I still see everything that happens. Yeah. I'm already disappointed just because Boise state's not playing. So, I'm bummed about that. Yeah, Boise State, no games. Don't get to watch my blue. Don't get to watch late night Pac-12. Or, yeah, Pac-12. Yeah, after we dark. get to watch Ace. Yeah, we get to watch. I get the to ACC. go to bed early this fall. <laughs> yeah, we get to watch the ACC, the SEC, the American, and the Big Twelve, and the Big Twelve. But nobody cares about the Big Twelve. Anyways, yeah, nobody cares about the Big Twelve. It's actually so, and we'll talk about it. Did you check the top twenty-five rankings? So I don't, Clemson's I, number I, one. I stopped caring. Uh, Oregon, Oregon's in there. I think they're a top ten, but yeah, they're not playing. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yep. All righty. All right, we'll catch you next week, guys. Sounds good, guys. Peace out. See you. Peace, dude. See ya. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, give it to me now, give it to me now, give it to me now, give it to me now. Yeah, 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 give it to me now, give it to me now, give it to me now. I wanna lick, 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 lick you from your head to your toes, and I wanna move from the bed down to the down to the to the floor, and I wanna. I, I, you make it so good, I don't wanna leave, but I gotta lick, 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 know what, what's your fantasy. I wanna lick, 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 lick you from your head to your toes, and I wanna. On a 50-yard line while the dirty birds kick the tree And if you like it in the club, we can do it in the DJ booth Or in the back of the VIP Whipped cream with cherries and strawberries on top Lick it, don't stop Keep the door locked, don't knock While the boat rock We go by the robots So they gotta wait till the show stops Or how about on the beach with black sand Lick up your thigh and call me the Pac-Man Tabletop or just give me the lap dance The rock to the park to the point to the flatland That man ain't ludicrous Woo! In the public bathroom Or in the back of the classroom However you want it Lover, lover gon' tap that ass soon See, I cast them and I 
tight grip and I grasp them. I flash them and I'll last them. And if it ain't good, then I trash them. Why you stash them? I let them free and they tell me what's they fantasy. Like up on the roof, roof. Tell your boyfriend not to be mad at I me. I wanna lick, 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 lick you from your head to your toes. And I wanna move from the bed down to the down to the, to the floor. And I wanna, ah, ah, you make it so good, I don't wanna leave. But I gotta lick, 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 know what, what's your fantasy. Till they go out Or we can do it on stage At the ludicrous concert Cause you know it got sold out The red carpet dick It just roll out Go ahead and scream You can't hold out We can do it in the pouring rain Running the train When it's hot or when it's cold out How about up in the library On top of books But you can't be too loud You wanna make a brother beg for it Give me TLC Cause you know I be too proud We can do it in the White House Try to make them turn the lights out Campaign with my campaign Let me do the damn thing What's my name? What's my name? What's my name? Uh -huh. The sign of jacuzzi In the back row at the movie You can scratch my back and Rule me, you can push me and just pull me. I'm hay in the middle of the barn, the rose petals on the silk seat. Uh, eating fresh fruit, sweep your woman right off of her feet. I wanna lick, 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 lick you from your head to your toes, and I wanna move from the bed down to the down to the to the floor, and I wanna ah, ah, you make it so good I don't wanna leave, but I gotta lick, 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 know what, what's your fantasy. I wanna lick, 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 lick you from your head to your toes, and I wanna. Chocolate, chocolate, make it melt. Whips and chains, handcuffs. Smack a little booty up with my belt. Scream, help. Play my game. Dracula, man, I'll get my fame. Horseback, and I'll get my reins. School teacher, let me get my reins. Lick, 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 lick you from your head to your toes. And I wanna move from the bed down to the down to the to the floor. And I wanna, ah, ah, you make it so good, I don't wanna leave. But I gotta, lick, 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 know what, what's your fantasy. Yo, head to your toe. 